where we're starting a new series this month and it's about Christmas, amen? Miracles of Christmas. And uh, you know, God is so awesome. And I love this time of year, Christmas time. And you know, it should make us think more about Jesus and his goodness, amen? If we're not already thinking about him, amen? And it should also, you know, just remind us that, you know, Christmas is really, is, it, it, I really believe it's a spirit of giving. And, uh, you know, that's what Christmas is all about, is giving. I think sometimes we can turn it into getting. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And, you know, it's what I want, you know, what I'm going to get, you know. But really, it should be, you know, as a Christian, uh, it should, we should get a revelation that for God so loved the world that he gave. Amen. And, you know, the best thing you can give um, during this Christmas season is not just gifts when gifts are fine, but uh, gifts wear out. But the best thing you can give to people, uh, especially people that don't know Christ, is Jesus. So I want to encourage you uh, this month to be a witness for the Lord. Amen. And try to witness to be ask people are they if are they connected to a local body of believers and um, you know uh, are they going to church and you know and, and and then try to connect them with the Lord Amen and uh, if the opportunity arises invite them to church Amen and so the Bible actually says that we need to go to the highways and byways to compel people to come into the church Amen. And so uh, we're talking about miracles, and I believe that God is a, um, uh, he, he works miracles, amen? And so we're talking about, uh, I'm going to talk about different characters in the Bible. And one of the characters uh, that I want to talk about is the three wise men, amen? And it's in Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12, and I'm sorry, it's not the three wise men, it's the wise men. And um, tradition says three. And, uh, but uh, the wise men, and we want to we go there and talk about the wise men this morning. And my question to you today, are you a wise man? Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not saying, are you a wise guy? That's a whole different thing. Okay, that's for those that like to watch the gangster movies, okay? And uh, wise guys. Um, man, I can't get you guys engaging with me here. Come on, help me. I get no respect up here, but anyway. Um, but no, but God wants us to be a wise man and wise man. And, and for your women, men is, it, that's just, you're, you're a man, to, you're a woe man. All right. So you're included in there. All right. So, uh, to be a wise woman or to be a wise man. And, uh, and so we need to really, uh, think about that. So let's, let's look at Matthew, man. God is so awesome. Let's look at the book of Matthew. It says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of, of Judah, and are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, Herod 
when he secretly called the wise men, determined from them the time the star appeared. And he sent to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child, Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, they, and th then being divinely warned in a dream, they should not return to Herod. They departed for their own country another way. And so that, that is the reading of this morning. And so as we see here, uh, the wise men, uh, they took a, you know, the scholars say it took a long journey uh, for them to get to Jesus. They, they traveled either, they may have traveled on camel, they may have traveled by walking. Uh, it, it, it took great effort. And, and their whole idea was to go see Jesus. Uh, you know, the main point of them is to worship Jesus. And they were willing to sacrifice some things to worship Jesus. They were willing to do that. And, and this is interesting. This is interesting thought here. You know, uh, wise men still seek him today. And, you know, as these and it's interesting that these people, they, they weren't, you know, a part you know, uh, of the community there. They came from the east to seek Jesus. And some say that these wise men uh, may have been descendants of some of the wise men in the book of Daniel that was with Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. I just got finished teaching about Daniel last month in, in our, our, our services. But some of these people, uh, some scholars believe, grasp the reality of God. And I'm going to say this, that God wants us to be influential with the people around us. And so as we serve God and as Daniel and Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego served God and they prospered and God revealed who he was to these people. Some people decided to serve God and some scholars say that some of these people that came to see Jesus um, took note uh, and, and, and became proselytes of the Jewish uh, religion and they started serving the God of the Bible. That's awesome. And so they were, these, these were wise men because I believe they were searching diligently in the scriptures daily. And they saw in the scriptures that there was going to be a king that was going to be raised up to do great and mighty things. Every time that we uh, uh, seek God, we should be always searching for the truth of his word. And the truth should always reveal Jesus to each one of us. You know, it's interesting to me, you know, there was a, uh, anybody heard about that, um, that Bible um, uh, in D Washington, D.C.? There's a, uh, like a, uh, a three-story thing about the Bible. It's uh, the Bible Museum. It's, it's supposed to be the most interactive Bible museum out there. And, uh, but what's interesting about it is that they talk about the Old Testament and New Testament, but they don't actually say anything about Jesus. 
they kind of want to be open to everybody. They don't, I guess they don't want to offend. Jesus offends. Jesus offended. He offended the Pharisees. And sometimes we're in this politically correct society that, that's so afraid of offending people. The word of God will offend people at times. I'm telling you, you could be reading the word of God and it might offend you. Especially when the word of God says, turn the other cheek. That offends me. At times, when I don't want to turn the other cheek when somebody slaps the fool out of me. Jesus. I want to give him one of these. And one of these. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. But sometimes, but you know what? The word is truth. Amen. And we have, to, we have to go with, it's not a truth, it's the truth. Amen. It's what we base our life on. And we need a base. And these wise men were basing their life on the truth of the coming Messiah that was going to come and set up a, a kingdom that men that would rule in men's hearts. And this is interesting. And, you know, as I was meditating about this, uh, you know, and these wise men, they discovered, you know, you could you could see it. You know, as they were studying the scriptures and they were talking about, oh, oh the, 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 the Messiah is going to come. I mean, he, he, there's a prophecy here and they they're they're seeing it and then all of a sudden they look up and they see this star and then the spirit of the lord says that star will guide you to the messiah Amen. you know I, i'm telling you god's word is light and it will always guide us into all truth amen, amen. And so they saw that star and they connected with the, with the spirit of God and the spirit. Listen, some of us are sitting in here today and we don't, you know, we're, we're, our, our walk is dry in God. We, we're not really seeing anything happen in God. We're just believing God to answer a few little prayers. But I'm saying, I'm going to say this to you. Hey, God wants to give you a vision. He wants to give you something to chase. And I'm telling you, God is an, an adventurous God. And God revealed to him, he said, you know, and moved on their hearts to go seek out Jesus, to follow the star, which some may have said to some of these wise men, that's a foolish thing to do. How do you know that, that, that this is going to happen? How do you know that star? How do you know that Jesus is going to be where he says he's going to be? How do you know that, that you're going to even be able to find him? They had faith. Just like you this morning, you came out in spite of some maybe uh, some obstacles you may have encountered this morning. You, you came out even in spite of your flesh saying, stay in bed. You, 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 because you knew that if you could get out to church, that you would meet Jesus and maybe get a fresh perspective. I don't know about you, but I need a perspective change. I need a freshness in my life. I, I need God to change. You know, God wants to change us. We yes. need to be going from glory yes. to glory, yes. from faith yes. to faith. Jesus. Can I get an amen? amen. I'm telling you, I, I, man, God is so awesome. I, vi I um, visited a church yesterday and um, I'm not going anywhere. So, but I visited a church yesterday and um, and uh, uh, it, it, a church that meets on Saturdays. And I sat in the back. I came in, and I was just watching the people, and they just looked half dead. I just hope our people don't look like that. I, and they, you know, the preacher's preaching, 
And uh, these, I'm thinking, my God, I had to ask my mom, Mom, do you sleep in the, my services? I said, does my services seem to go slow? <laughs> because I got to change it up or something, man. You know, and yeah, the, the, the minister, you know, you know, but glory to God. Oh, man, I don't know about you, but I'm, ch I'm running after Jesus. Amen. I'm you know, we need to start running after a dream. Amen. And these wise men, you know, the, the Lord revealed to them, that, you know, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go seek out Jesus. I want you to go bring him some gifts. I want you to do something awesome. Amen. I want to say this to you this morning. God wants you to do something awesome for him. God wants to open your, he, he desires to open each one of our eyes to see greater things in his word. I want to say this, that you count this morning. You're, you count for the kingdom of God. One of the biggest things that the devil will do is he will try to lie to you and make, make you think you don't count. Yes. That nobody really cares. That it really doesn't matter if you show up at church or not. You count. Amen. Everything we do for God counts in the kingdom of God. So these wise men, you know, they... They, 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 they sought God. They, they didn't have just a casual relationship with God. They were willing to press in. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing that you'll find and you hear all these stories about miracles happening overseas. You hear all the, oh man, all these amazing stories. And, uh, and, but, but when you get to America, you don't see a lot of miracles. Amen. Why is that? Well, if you look at over there, well, they don't have medical science. They don't have health insurance. So you better believe God or die. Uh, number two, a uh, lot of these people walk miles just to hear the word. They press through obstacles. They press through things. We just jump in an air-conditioned car. And then we complain about that. We complain that it's a 20-minute drive. When you got people, you know, like the wise men that, that some scholars say over four or five months of travel, hard travel. Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And we complain about our situation. Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, don't complain. Don't complain. Amen. And so, and so we need to, we need, we need, we need to understand this. Serving God will be a sacrifice. Amen. Nobody wants to hear that. Amen. It will be a sacrifice. In, in the day that Jesus was preaching, and he was, were preach, he was preaching to, you know, the, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was preaching to some of these people as well as with, with the whole group of people. But what he was saying to the, to the religious people that should have known God, he said this in Matthew 15, 8. He says, the people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. I'm going to say this, that we can get to a place in our walk with God where, it, where it's just casual and humdrum. Amen. And I don't want to be in that place where God, I, you know, man, I want to, man, I want to stay on fire for God. Amen. I want to stay as excited for God as the day that I got born again. I want to be more fired up for the things of God at the end of my life than at the beginning of my life. One of the things that encourages me, and I'm going to say this to some of you, you need to get some mentors in your life. 
You need to get people that you want to be, that you want to be like. I'm not talking about movie actors. You know, we don't want to be like those kind of people. But we want to be like people like the Paul in the Bible that overcame the obstacles of his past. He did all these bad things to Christians, but he was able to overcome these things and still walk out the calling. He didn't make any excuses. I want to emulate people like Peter that, that denied Jesus three times, that, 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 that was, was about ready to lay down the ministry and go back to fishing. And even when he went back, it didn't work. I would say this, that when you start walking with God, going back doesn't work. Amen. Going back to that old way doesn't work. Amen. It doesn't work. It, will, it won't fit you anymore. Amen. Amen. You won't get it. You may get some pleasure, but at the end, it will be a lifetime of misery. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so, so it, it will never work for you. And so, but what I love about God is God can take mess ups and, and turn mess ups into messages. Of restoration. And so we see here that the Pharisees, they, they, they looked good on the outside, but, but their, their hearts weren't with God. My, my, my question to you today, is your heart fully with God today? Are you sold out for God? Amen. Uh, look at, uh, it says here uh, in Jeremiah 29, 11, which is one of my favorite scriptures. And this is our attitude that we should have uh, and I believe that wise men should have. And it says here, I love this. It says, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. I just want to stop here and say this to you today. Because I'm going to say this, that the devil will lie to you. Amen. And the devil will, lie, will even try to pretend like he's the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he will, try to, he will try to condemn you in your thoughts for not measuring up to what, 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 what um, you should measure up to. And so the, the devil is a condemning spirit. And I'm going to say this. It says right here that God doesn't have evil thoughts towards you today. If you're in Christ, God has good thoughts for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. Good th God's thinking good towards you this morning. Thank you for that. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God is the well, pastor, you don't know what I did last week. Hey, listen, if you're in church today, that means you're moving forward. You're trying to get back to God. And one step to, to God is three steps back that God's making back to you. In other words, you draw near to God. What will he do? He will draw near to you. So he says, for I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. This is uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. This is the Amplified Classic. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for well, welfare and peace and not for evil. To give you a hope in your final outcome. That when you call upon me, I will come uh, and I will come. And, and when you pray to me, I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me and inquire from, uh, for, inquire for and inquire me. And find me when you search with me with your whole heart. I can barely speak today, amen. And I and I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from your captivity. So this this is actually written to the Jews that were in bondage and captivity. But we are actually spiritual Jews. If you're our saved person today, you're engrafted in the tree, and so you are a spiritual Jew, amen. And we can partake of the blessings of Abraham 
because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Can I get an amen now? Amen. And so here, I love this. It's saying here that, uh, that God's plans for us are good plans. And it says here that, 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 that God will hear us uh, and that God will reveal his truth and his love to us. And God will actually, some of you are looking for the breakthrough. How many people are looking for the breakthrough in here? Amen. You, there is a requirement to, to, for that breakthrough. You know what? It's right in there. Is that we've got to search God with all of our heart. In other words, if we're just holding back a little bit. I heard about a person that was seeking salvation. And, uh, and, they, were tr and they were coming to church and they wanted to, and they, and they wanted to get saved. And, uh, but they, wasn't, they weren't willing to let go of an adulterous relationship. Hello. So if you're holding some things back, but you want a little bit of God and a little bit of the... The devil, as they say in New York, forget about it. Just forget about it. In other words, God, you, you got to come to God and you got to want all of God. You got to be willing to let go of the world. And this person, was, and most people say, well, you just call him, he'll save you. Not if you're holding on to the world. I mean, this is before you, this is, if you got arterial motives, why you want Jesus in your life, I don't know if, if God's going to accept you that like that, you got to give them all. Thank you for that. Amen out there. Love you, brother. Amen. You got to give them all and you got to keep giving them all. He must increase the, the John, the, 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 the forerunner of Jesus is preaching. He's preaching about repentance and he's preaching about turning back to God. You know, 400, nobody heard anything from, from the Lord. It was dead silence. 400 years of silence. And then the, the skies broke out with peace and goodwill towards men. The angels with Jesus being born. That was the first thing men heard. And then the message of the day when John was raised up is to repent. What is repenting? Turning fully to God and turning away from those things that, 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 will, that hinder your relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Repent. Turn to God. And here it's saying here, turn to God all the way and you will see that breakthrough. Amen. So, so wise men turn to God. Wise men seek God. Wise men seek God. Amen. Uh, to, to worship him, you know, uh, we need, that's one of the things that we need to, as wise men, we are seeking to worship him. Amen. You know, tradition says that, and, and this is in my notes, tradition says three wise men were at the, uh, at, at the manger. But, but if you study the story, uh, you can't find it in scripture where there was three wise men. So really, it, it could have been as few as two or as many as a multi, you know, I mean, could have had 20 people, could have had 30 people. So we don't know how many people actually, how many wise men there were uh, that sought, you know, Jesus out, that came. But we need to understand this. That's where traditions will come in. And I want to say this, you can be deceived if you don't study your Bible. And we, we read into things and you may say, well, that's just so trivial. That's not a big deal. No, everything's a big deal in the word of God. 
Amen. And so when you read this and then it says, you know, and then we then tradition said and you see the nativity scenes and you always see the wise men Amen. at the nativity scene. But they didn't show up until he was probably about a year and a half old till Jesus was almost two years old. Well, how do you know that, Pastor? Because a star, because because in the reading, if you were listening, that Herod was trying to figure out when the star appeared and was talking to the wise men. And it was that star appeared uh, approximately two years before when the wise men came to Herod. That's why Herod had the, the children killed of two years of age and younger. When when Jesus escaped or you hear what I'm saying to you today. So so really uh, that's pretty awesome. So, so they, they sought out uh, to, to seek Jesus and to worship him. And this is interesting. To worship God, I believe, always requires us giving. There's all, listen, if you're truly going to worship God, you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to give. You're going to, you know, there's so much in the word about sacrificing. And I'm telling you, the biggest blessing is always on the altar of sacrifice. And we see that they didn't come to worship God empty-handed. This is a worship service, and God's been working on my heart lately. And normally I give one, some, you know, I get paid once a month, so I normally just give one big check, my tithes and my offerings all in one giving. And, uh, but God's been impressing on me to try to give in every service. Amen. And I've been trying to give a little extra. Somebody say extra. extra. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to give a little extra. Amen. Amen. Why? Because I think God wants to position you for some blessings. Amen. Pastor, you can't, you can't give to God and expect blessings. Uh, I'm going to read you some scriptures that you can. Amen. No, you can. Now, you, you give to God not. You give to God have a, have a heart of love. But, but there, there are blessings attached to us giving with right motives and right heart motives. And it should be to glorify God. Can I get an amen in here? Yeah. And so the wise men, you know, they gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, you know, I talked about this last year, but for some that weren't here last year and don't know, gold is also symbolizes kingship. So, you know, in, in the Bible, there's a lots of meanings in, in the Bible, and you have to, you have to decode the Bible, and, and the Holy Spirit can decode it for you. And so when you're reading and studying the Bible, the, you know, you can study it out, and you'll find that gold was always, you know, kings always had gold. Amen? In the Old Testament. And do you know this, that you are called kings and priests? Does anybody have any gold out here? No, Okay. Amen. So in other words, it's, 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 you know, you know, religion would say, well, it's wrong to wear a gold necklace. Well, you're a king, aren't you? That's right. I'm not against jewelry. Amen. That doesn't mean that you're not holy. Amen. Okay. I remember, I remember for Christmas one time I said to my mom, I said, mom, now this was before I got saved. I was a heathen and I was a good heathen. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Any, any ex-good heathens out here? I mean, you were a good friend of the devil, right? You were like his arch friend. You know, right? you were, now you're his arch enemy. You were God's arch enemy at that time. But, but, he, but God even put on my heart. And, you know, I just said, Mom, I, I want to, for Christmas this year, 
I don't want, you know, all the nice fashionable clothes and all that. I, you know what I want? I want a gold necklace with a gold cross. And I wasn't even saved. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Regal Stadium 12 Movie Theater located at 104 Constitution Drive, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10 o'clock a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.